today on Codepin Radio. Hey everybody, Codepen Radio 328. We're calling it large-scale planning because, uh, guess what we're doing? Large-scale planning. We've been doing it uh, for a while now. You know, we had a long period where we needed to do a lot of internal work, cleaning stuff up. I mean, that's been the story forever at Codepen, right? I'm sure every business is constantly cleaning up after their past selves. But we got our eyes on the prize here. We're working on, you know, next-gen stuff. What would we do if we could make the biggest, best Codepen ever? You know, I think that's a responsible thing for our businesses to do. Think about the future. Think about what the best self of you possibly could be. And to some degree, it's overwhelming. It's like, holy crap, is there a lot to do? How can we possibly wrap our head around all that? Well, there's some answers to that. Not that we're necessarily the best in the world at it, but we're trying our best. So I have Claire with me. Hey, Claire. Hey, everyone. Yeah, because he's been helping us and leading a lot of this planning effort. Isn't that the problem? Would you agree with that characterization that it's like the the problem isn't like how do you plan something? The problem is how do you plan something that's like bigger than any than your head can deal with? Well, <laughs> so. how do you plan it well? <laughs> yeah, and well. You can plan things and then they'll just you'll just never use the plan. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when we, but I think when we plan small stuff, we're like, oh, you know what? Like this page could be better or this little experience could be better. We're like, okay, well, let's get some data. Let's do some mocks. Let's decide what data it touches. Let's have a little front end plan. And you make little Kanban cards and then you assign them to people and they drag their little Kanban cards into the in progress section. And then you close them and you feel satisfied. And when all the Kanbans are done, you ship the product and everybody claps, you know? And and I feel like even that takes like some discipline to get to. Like we're not even, we weren't even that good at that not too long ago, but we did it. And we're like, oh, we're Kanban people now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we're really good at Kanbans. <laughs> yeah, but we're good at little Kanbans. When the project is do the whole world over again, you're like, that's too many Kanbans. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it, even... once it gets to be a large scale project, you you just like get overwhelmed with how much there is to do and it doesn't become like an easily digestible Kanban anymore. For every reason, you know, like there'd be too many cards. The cards would be like, what even are the cards at that point? Because they're so we just get we got we got lost and so we kind of i think we slowed down and you know we all kind of talked about it together and figured out ways to just a variety of ways to scope the thing down and one of the tech techniques for scoping it down is not to think about what does it look like the day we release this project to the public but what are different milestones along the way? Like we I literally call them phases. What are some reasonable phases and how do we define them such that they feel achievable, such that there's some like f- momentum and progress along the way, right? Isn't that? Yeah, I feel like once once you have enough things to do where it feels like, oh, I've made progress on this ticket. Oh yeah. I just like knock something out. And then you look at it overall and you're like, oh, that was only 2% of this overall project. I feel like I've done nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then it can be really demoralizing. So I feel like splitting this into phases and even like sub phases within it helps to 
like break that apart and feel like it's more digestible, feel like it's more manageable, feel like we're actually achieving something. Yeah. And there's some, if you don't do this, there's a, like a grave mistake that you can make too, which is, I think, getting too attached to something or getting too far on something too early. You're like, oh, you know what our the you know what this final project is gonna have is this feature. So we're gonna just build that. And you like design it and you build it and you do everything around it. And then you're like, wait, wait, wait. Like we didn't think about this holistically. We didn't answer a lot of other questions. And now we're like weirdly attached to it because we already like did it. Yeah, I feel like that's a common problem too, is that you focus so much on the small things that you just forget about the big picture. So that's also a huge uh, task to overcome when you're dealing with larger projects is how do you still have some sort of big picture in mind when you're doing small tasks? Yeah, that big picture is a big deal. I think we might be a little past that. Like we had the vision. The vision has happened. The vision is like, okay, this is cool. And the vision took a while because it was, you know, it started with a seed. It started with, let's do this. No, 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 no. Let's do that. No, 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 no. Let's do this. And then through talking about it endlessly, and it's like sub parts, you know, because sometimes you talk about the whole, but more often you're like, let's talk about, you know, one of these eight things that together Voltron into the solid thing, you know, decide, you know, making kind of product level decisions. What is this product going to be? we that was in a way cheap like it took a while to do it but we didn't even you didn't even figma it we just talked about it we just like decided what the thing is going to be that's as cheap as you can possibly be they're like pieces of paper you just throw them away it's prototyping at the lightest possible level but you better agree on it you know everybody around you better be like i get it we're gonna do this then i think we're past that Maybe, you know, not that those things can't be real. Right. Like we have like a we have like an overall concept of of the thing that we're building that's so large, so large. Then what? What are the phases after that? So we decided to split this up into different phases to help us like validate all our ideas going forward and make sure that we're not really missing anything because it's like a common thread as you might start a project, go through a bunch of different steps to do that where you're like, you mock things up and then you go through like a bunch of rounds of, of dev on it. And then you think, oh yeah, this looks pretty good. This is, this is releasable. I think this accomplishes everything. And then you release it and that's it. And I feel like that works for smaller stuff. For, For the larger stuff, we decided to break up the phases into four different phases. So the four phases are a proof of concept phase where we're basically validating all of our ideas, making sure that we get all of our questions that we have unanswered currently answered. The second phase is an alpha phase. So we're basically building everything so that we can test it internally within the team and make sure that it is up to the standards that we think we're going to go with. And Mm. then the third is a beta phase where we invite other people outside of our little team to also test it out and get more thoughts and opinions around everything and see if it actually works for more people. And then the final one is a release phase. So that goes out to everybody. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping through all of these four phases that we'll get everything right and it'll be a great release. This episode of CodePen Radio is brought to you by the WordPress.com Growth Summit. That's WPGrowthSummit.com. It's coming up August 17th and 18th. They're they're the same day, though. They're just like, we're going to do it once for the Americas time zone, and then all other side of the world the next day in the Asia Pacific in their middle of the day time zone kind of thing. So it works out for everybody in the world, which is great because, of course, it's about WordPress, which is very much a global community. It's just 25 bucks online thing, easy as heck to uh, uh, to join and watch. I've done it the last two years and I love both years the amount of interesting voices they find to tell their stories about growing their business, growing their audience, growing their community is wonderful. It's a bunch of people from Automatic and the different companies under the Automatic umbrella. And then um, interesting people, of course, from outside uh, them to telling their personal stories. So there's panels and all kinds of stuff. It's a, it's a, it's a really a quite a well-done conference. See you there, August 17th and 18th. That's, again, WPGrowthSummit.com. I like find this highly clarifying. I just like it. Like just to, not to give away anything because I clearly we're not. Sorry if that's frustrating. The proof of concept phase is where we are now. And it's like taking this vision and it's not that we're not building stuff. We're totally building stuff, but it has this throwaway nature to it. Like we're we're not getting that far on purpose. We're just building enough of it to validate things and validating it can involve outside people. I know you said betas for outside, which it totally is. That's the moment where we're going to like, you know, have feature flags and get people over yeah. into this thing. Like, we're still doing involves, user testing. It involves doing user testing in the proof of concept phase just yeah. to make sure that you are on the right track with the things that yeah. you're doing. I'll tell you, I've seen some software lately that was so clearly not user tested that it's not a good scene. It's uh. like, whoa. Wow. Uh, not to would never name any names there, but I feel like you've all seen it. You know, software that's like, did you show this to anybody? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But POC has this has this um, what is that military thing that, you know, Alex likes to use the known unknowns. Right. Which is, you know, that you don't know the answer to this. Like you you it's it's part of the vision but it hasn't been built far enough. It hasn't been talked about enough. It hasn't been validated enough. And so that becomes then, and we've talked about Kanban's already, a card, but the card is scoped to the proof of concept phase. So the card becomes like, answer this well enough, you know? Right. So in the proof of concept phase, we have a whole bunch of known unknowns that we've all decided on. And we've decided these are the things that we need to answer in order to move on to the next phase. And then additionally, we with uh, the unknown unknowns, we also have tasks. So these are things within you're working on a question, the known unknown, and you need to do a bunch of different tasks. So those are also related to the known unknowns. So these are like the two different things that might be in the phase. It's just very Kanbanable then, you know, everything you do 
the result of it ends up moving a card further along. And there's some satisfaction in that. And then, you know, we are pretty serious about the proof of concept phase and that these questions need answering. And even if that answer is, you know what, we can't actually do that. We have to change course, but they all need to get answered. But what it kind of prevents then is for you getting too far from you doing a task. That's really an alpha task because alpha, as you define, is building, is building it for real. And so a lot of this is is not for real. Like you can be a little quicker, a little sloppier, you know. We're generally not. We could probably be sloppier, honestly. But And you can test out ideas without thinking, oh, no, I'm going to test out this idea and my code's definitely going to get used for the alpha phase, which right. might not happen. Yeah, it might not happen. It's really It might like, just get thrown away. The expectation is more on throw this code away than reuse this code. Yeah, yeah. Even the name of it really implies that. And you just get further enough along to say, this is not unknown anymore. It's now known. So we can kind of consider it closed and that, but it doesn't mean that you're never going to touch that again. It's probably also a card in another Kanban, which is funny. We use Notion for all this, as a lot of you probably know. The kind of the coolness of this is that it's it's still just one giant database of cards and you just look at it differently. So even though like there's, I say there's an alpha Kanban, which there is, but it's really just a view of a larger database. It's pretty cool. I think how we've structured it. Yeah, it's pretty great that you can just throw cards into a different phase and say, okay, well, this isn't a known unknown to us. We don't actually need to answer this question before moving on. Let's just move it to the next phase. Which we've yeah, because it's, it's been answered well enough, or or the whatever it is is so has such a clear answer that it just doesn't matter. It doesn't need it doesn't need thought right now because we just know how to answer it, which I think is pretty neat. The and it also means like what do you, what should you do? Because a lot of project planning is it's to help you wrap your mind around it, but it's also because there's a whole bunch of people that work here and they need to look at something to know what the heck is going on around here? You know, what should you be working on? What are we going to work on next? In the past, we had problems with that not being particularly clear. And I think if somebody works for you, and this is really my fault, and they're like, I don't really know what to do, that's not good. You know, I think I think we're Yeah, all, I feel like in all... a lot of cases, especially with the way that our team works, we're we're kind of like self-selecting in a in some sort of way mm-hmm. on the things that we work on. Like we know what the big priorities are and we talk about those, but like it's nobody's telling us you take this card, you take this card and you take this card. Right. There <laughs> honestly, there probably could be a little bit more of that, but we kind of decide on it together, you know, but, yeah. but, but now it's very clear. Like, should you be working on an alpha card right now? No, no, we're in the proof of concept phase. It has an ending. It has a very satisfying ending, the end of this phase, which is answering all the unknowns. Let them be known. And then we can move into alpha. And it really gives some structure to this huge project that's that's satisfying. That like all we have to do is answer all these questions. We'll have everything we need in hand then to move into actually building this thing. But it's irresponsible to start building it without answering these questions. That's going to cause problems. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like, Having some sort of structure around knowing when a phase ends is also important. And like we've set this as 
the base level of answering all these questions. And like, that's how you know, you can't just like continue working on things forever and ever and ever and getting it right. You just say, I have enough information to move on. Yeah. Yep. And then the next phase will be building it, which is satisfying to know that it also is, it has to be a good solid crack at the thing. But we know that there's a phase ahead of it too before it goes to the people. So we all alpha needs to represent is good enough of a product that we can begin a stronger, bolder, faster feedback loop. Because that's what good products are built from is that is that here it is. Now take the most excited among us and sick them on it. You know, let them get using it and let them start talking about it and letting us react to what's being talked about. Like that feedback loop is, I think, what I hope is going to let this be great software is because we're going to be having people using it. Oh, so cool. In in this, so the, the proof of concept phase, the discussion was very much like, let's make sure we don't dawdle here too long, that there needs to be an ending to this phase so we can get at it. And, and because without being clear about that, you could just dawdle here forever and ever. Just poke yeah, you could be stuff. keep working on any of these questions forever and ever and ever, and gather more information and try to answer it, and then never make a decision. Mm-hmm. So we've been hot and fast. We've been doing good at these things. Like if this is a big decision, but it's got to get made, so we're gonna make it. You know, and and every time we drag a proof of concept card to complete it, it's like yes, you know, that's what we need here. We need decisions to move this thing along because the thing is too big and we're too few of people to to dawdle on any of these tasks too far you know we have to like write software so that's what we're doing and it's been so great i i feel like i would have been steamrolled by this project if not for this planning work i would have just been completely lost like what the hell are we doing you know yeah i feel like it's really easy to get lost just because there's so many features to think about Mm-hmm. And we have to stay on it. It's not like, ah, oh, we did it. You know, like this is going to be a thing for the lifetime of this project. And if, you know, if there starts to be too few of cards or like things get messy, you know, there's got to be some responsibility among us of, to be like, no, 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 we got to, that becomes the card almost like. Yeah. <laughs> there could be a card for not enough cards, you know, not that the number matters, but the, it's, it needs, there needs to be like, you know. Well, that's kind of my job, too, is making sure that it doesn't get messy. (laughs) And some of this is this is like relatively new to us. You know, this was researched and thought about and talked about endlessly. But um, but we haven't been at it for that long. For example, it's not only phases, but there's another way to scope this down to make it feel less overwhelming. And that was what we were calling sections, you know, genius word, right? Sections or sub phases. We're calling them sections. Sections, yeah, and then sometimes even cards have like little mini phases in them. Like, oh god, this is that's like too deep in the weeds. But what's the idea of section? The sections is kind of like they're like cross-functional teams, right? Yeah, they're like, what part of this does this card really do? Yeah, like data is one of those things, right? Like this is clearly a task that needs to be thought of from the overlords of data, you know, and. I'm not really on that team. Not that I'm not plugged into it and know what's going on and realize what blocks what, but I can't talk about it as intelligently because my literal skill set in the world isn't, I don't really know what a mercurial tree is, doesn't help, you know? So it gets a data label, but the idea is that we're not going to have a million of these. We're kind of going to have, 
We're going to break them into logical chunks that aren't like back end, front end, you know, because it's a little too tempting to split like that. And then it's always split the same way and it doesn't feel very good. It's better when more of us work together and work together across skill sets. I feel like that's what we found on working on previous projects is that our most successful projects came when we worked together on things rather than splitting up tasks and Mm -hmm. that we ended up using Kanbans all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So we tried to incorporate those things into this plan too. Yeah. So there's that going on, but I'm not like, that's what I mean. Like we're so early in this. I'm not sure if, if the value of sections has like, let it be known yet. Maybe that'll help help later. But Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure yet either. I don't know if that really keeps uh, people together working on things. But it at least splits up all of the different questions and tasks so that they're way more manageable to think about. And it, like, it helps a lot with searching and finding for things, especially since we have like a lot of these questions that we need to answer. Mm-hmm. So it just helps it keep keep it more organized. Yeah, like one of them that we labeled client and client just means like the browser. It's a section. It's one of many, but it feel I feel comfortable in there. And then I can like look at these comments and be like, what are the known unknowns for client and just try to answer, you know, because I can I know that I can contribute there. So I don't have to look at every ticket at once. I can kind of scope it down. So so it's working in that way. I think my my early idea is that like like I feel like you're going to have a lot of ownership over all this and like help keep it all organized and like the tickets and just, you know, have because it just helps to have one kind of benevolent overlord of the thing. Just have somebody to help keep it from getting really messy. Yes. Overall. But then I thought that's it's a lot for one person. So is it possible that we have like section overlords too and it would be their job to make sure that there's like that the tickets are representative of what's happening in that phase accurately? I don't know if that's going to actually pan out or not. I don't know either. (laughs) That's a little more unknown. That's why I mean this stuff is a little. Yeah. So we're like doing experiments even within our our project management to see if things work or don't work. Yeah. Yeah. What I know for sure is we have to stay on top of it. There can be no, as successful as I think it's been so far, we can't just be like, well, that's successful. Problem solved. You know, like yeah. it's going to require constant work in here. I feel like I would be so disappointed if we put together all this work on like separating these things and putting all these questions in a notion and, and like tagging them certain ways. And then we just like decided that we were just <laughs> not, not going to use it at all. We're going to use like something not else, use then. anything. <laughs> wow. I feel it's almost impossible because there's so much knowledge that only lives in these cards now. Because like, for example, when you answer a known unknown and you get to drag it to the, you know, the coveted completed column, the, the way in, you know, that unlocks that is that, especially for this phase, you have to document why it's answered. Right. So the yeah. documentation becomes like, OK, we're going to do this. This is what we talked about. The decision was this. This is some technology we're going to use. There's a lot of information in there and only there for the most part. Yeah, right? I feel like that's where this gets to be so valuable is that especially in the proof of concept phase, answering all these questions will always be documented and we'll always be able to look back on it and say, what was the decision that we made? Right. And you better believe people look at those things too, because that's the thing. And the, you know, then it's, then you get to building it and you're like, okay, let's get to it. 
that becomes, you know, the completed card from the last phase becomes, you know, the source of truth for the next thing. Be like, okay, this is this, these were all the decisions. So now let's build it. I mean, that's what you're going to reference. So the, the chance of this structure falling over, it's like, it's almost like the further you go, the more bricks you're laying into the success of the, the structure. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So there's all these sections. We're going to kick through it. It'll be cool to, to close out of the proof of concept phase. I don't know how long it's going to take. That might be a shortcoming of this. We're not huge into deadlines. You know, we're kind of a when it gets done kind of company. Um, maybe that will need to change at some point because I feel like the ambition is 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 speed in a way. I think we're right. I think in a perfect world, we're two, three weeks away, maybe. But that might not be the case in the alpha phase because we'll have to set some sort of restrictions on like when is this complete for alpha so that we're not just continuing to work on it forever as well. Right, because the end of alpha is beta. Beta is a really big deal. When you're you're asking the outside world to please test your software, our bar for that is that it's not, that it's awesome. You know, we're not inviting people into junky software to help us make it better. Like, it's going to be awesome in our opinion first, and then we're going to polish the crap out of it. Like, you know, that's just, that's, I think that's just how we're going to roll. And the bar for awesome software is high, you know, like this is, mm-hmm. gonna, there's, the, there's still going to be unknowns in the alpha section, you know, but, but some of the stuff is, you know, it's a little more known, you know, like unknown, unknown. Now we're answering questions about speed. So if, if, we're, if, if we're like, can we make this thing fast? That needs to be answered now, not in not in alpha. Like we're gonna answer that. Cause I, I don't wanna launch into building the product with this huge unknown hanging over our head of can we even make this thing fast at all? Like if that's the question and you're unsure if you can make answered software, that's a POC question, not an alpha question. Right. Woo. That's gonna be that's gonna be great though. I think everybody's most excited about alpha just because if that's like meat and potatoes stuff like that now we're we're doing what we normally do that's like the most comfortable territory for code yeah because you're building the thing you're seeing it progress you're seeing it come alive that's exciting it's te- it's tempting to feel like it's it's so close to now like all of my temptation is to polishing these features now because we, we we do like you know it's like we have a prototype right like it's yeah exists. that we've used for user testing and we will continue to use for user testing it's just like right. we it need feels to know so not real to, to me. yeah we need to know not to continue to polish that it's just no do no, do the prototype there. enough so that it's good for user testing <laughs> yeah if you go any deeper than surface level you can see how how very 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 rough it is and that's probably should be a good feeling at this point knowing that we didn't we did not overpolish at this point. Yeah, I think about this. There's like this concept in aerospace engineering where they talk about uh, a safety factor and mm. they set a safety factor before they go in and, and build this thing. And anything below that is obviously not safe. But anything above that is also not safe because it means that you spent more time working on something than you should have. And that mm. means more time that wasn't spent on other things that you should have been working on. Wow. That's fascinating. That's my most important thing I learned today. Yeah, I think about that a lot. I'm just like, there's. we always talk about this opportunity cost between working on, on some features or projects and working on other ones. So we have to decide what we're going to spend our time on, especially as a small team. Mm-hmm. 
And I think about that when we get into the alpha phase too, is like, what are we going to spend our time on? And what makes the most sense to spend our time on polishing during this phase or pushing to the next phase? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet exactly because we didn't plan super deeply every single phase. We spent most Not of the yet. time planning proof of concept. And then what was fun about that is because it involved a lot of brainstorming. Some of the brainstorming questions that everybody had, it was like, you know what? We actually know enough about that, that it doesn't belong in POC. So there is already some cards in those phases because we know they're just, they're just work to be done further. But that doesn't mean that we fully scope them out, you know? So I think once we once we kind of complete POC, we then sit down and plan the hell out of Alpha, you know? Yeah. Uh, which I think will be easier because it'll be more, you, like, there's no more unknowns. You just talk about, like, okay, that's a feature. Yeah, like, how do you, how do you approach the card building is the thing? Build, it, build the thing. <laughs> yeah. How do you much. break apart building the entire thing? <laughs> it changes GitHub a little bit, too. We use GitHub to manage a project, like a lot of people, too. The... When, you know, we're still making PRs, this stuff all goes to master, like literally the production code pen, because the way we've just architected our mono repo, like, like next gen code pen is just right there, right alongside everything. Else. It doesn't mean that it's public in any way. It's absolutely not. It's just tucked away at different subdomains and URLs and stuff that nobody can see, but it's still master. It's still like the same code base that we use for production code, Ben. So that's kind of cool. So we're doing PRs to master just like we would anything else. Um, you know, code reviews are super enforced. You know, we've made some some changes there to kind of clean up the workflow, but they're tied to cards. So I wouldn't say there's a really tight GitHub Notion integration necessarily, but it's like th all the PRs like have a, you know, you link to a you link to a Notion card and be like, this yeah. this code is related to this conversation. And that's about as good as as combination as you get. And that those PRs like don't have to be, they have to be reviewed. They can't be like an embarrassment sloppy failure. We can still talk about the correct componentry to use them, whatever. But they don't have to be production quality. In fact, they shouldn't because now we can reference aerospace technology and say, <laughs> you spent too much time. You over-engineered this yeah. feature. <laughs> All you needed to do is answer the question and get it into yeah. the prototype and that's it. So we're trying to be, while we're trying to like be really disciplined with our Git workflow, don't be, you know, don't be a dick about <laughs> little tiny code things because that's not the time for that anyway. All that stuff's going to change. But it means that, you know, there is some connection to like every PR needs to be represented in Notion. If you're doing a PR that doesn't have a card, well, that means the Kanban was not accurate. You know, like really everything should be represented in the in the plan at this point or that or that level. So we'll, let's finish this by talking about meetings a little bit. We have an all hands every Monday. Uh, we always have forever and ever and ever. It used to be person by person. And that was weird because there's so much crossover. We scratched that and we improved all hands, you know, probably a couple of years ago at this point and talked when we went project by project. And that felt better because we're just like, okay, we got this going on. Let's talk about it. We got this other thing going on. Let's talk about it. Got customer success. Let's talk about it, you know? And that's okay. But now because we have been disciplined and trying to scratch our way and removing anything else that we're working on other than this. Like, this is it. This is what we're doing as a company. There are no other projects. There is just the project. 
So all hands is now, there are no multiple projects to go through. So now we're trying to figure out what is all hands then really? So I think we're still kind of getting there, but you know, because it can't just be like, let's do a PR review because like PR review should be happening all the time. It can't be like, let's just look at all the cards because that's our job. We should be looking at all the cards. So it becomes kind of like, what do people like need to talk about? Like, are you blocked on something that needs to be discussed? Or like, what's the kind of overall status of these in-progress cards? Because that does Mm -hmm. warrant conversation. Yeah, what's the status of them based on what got completed last week? What are the priorities for this week? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, priority setting and stuff. And even those priority levels, guess what's a tag on the dang cards, you know? Priority, priority. levels. Although, like, there's so many things that are very critical in the uh, yeah. proof of concept stage that I f- still feel like you need to talk about it beforehand, especially in the all-hands meeting, to just say, like, okay, all these things are critical, but what's critical for this week? Yeah, yeah. We tried to not... There's, I think there's only three levels... It's not like it's a 10-point scale or something. And only one of them says critical. So critical means, mostly means it blocks other tasks. So it's critical because it it unlocks the floodgates. And then there's like an important, I think, which means this is super important, but like it's not blocked by anything. So it can just be done when it gets done. And then there's one that's like, this is like, it just needs to, it almost should wait for to on purpose be one of the last cards you do because other things inform it a little bit or it'll just be, I think, the quality. Yeah, like if you're going to work on anything, then you should probably work on things that are critical or important over this other thing. Yeah, and like, you know, probably in that order because critical is critical, you know. So that's kind of cool. So that's that's the all-hands meeting, but there's been there's been some pushes to do other types of meetings like like the like there's a go squad because we've been go is you know still like hot at code pen and uh, everybody's still like learning it and leveling up and you know restructuring it and doing stuff that the people that write go have their own little squad they call it the go squad meeting i don't go to that meeting <laughs> i don't go <laughs> to that meeting either. either yeah <laughs> but it's a kind of it's a style of meeting that i don't like we talked about having a design squad meeting but we have so many other meetings anyway that it, i feel like the design stuff like everybody wants to come to and contribute to. So I feel like it's hard because it's like, yeah, it is about like talking about design stuff, but like everybody wants to come. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I I don't know. But so the the idea is like, if we're not going to do that, we at least should have more, in my opinion, we need to get on this. Is that kind of like, see this card? We're actually just going to have a meeting about that card. Because that, I think it always pushes the needle on the card and it's great you know so and then the i got meeting... a new one to have a meeting about already <laughs> oh nice yeah so do i i have like 10 i just gotta get on nice. but the the um oh i lost it because now i'm thinking about what they all are because they're also <laughs> i i think they're kind of fun too because they're focused and i always like a focused meeting where it's like we all know what we're going to talk about the implied goal is to to everybody like feel better about it and move it and maybe even close it but that there's not too much agenda because the agenda's already like it's clear it's like we need to move yeah forward like on answer this, this question there's a great sarah dresner article about meetings where she kind of pushes back against two strict of agendas because if the meeting has like an absolutely perfect agenda that's just like bullet points then it's almost like all right just read the bullet points then or like like this meeting right. could have been an email kind of thing 
Uh, so there's that. So I, I, th those I really like, you know, and because we're all distributed, yeah. we have to do that anyway. There's no water cooler here. So they're in a way they're just focused water cooler stuff. But the off the cuff stuff is, is big too. We probably have the most of those. Like this is just going on right now. Can I please grab you quick? Yeah. There's just a lot of that. And that's just, you know, that's because we're distributed. We have to. Oh, that's a lot. We talked about planning. I said everything I wanted to say. You got any lingering thoughts about all this planning work? Uh, Notion's fun, but also complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. We've already thrown away a couple of, of, of like scaffolded concepts on how to do Yeah, that. we're on our third round of uh, our project documentation for all of this. Yeah, which is it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Tried one because the, the temptation is to be like, here's a phase. A phase is a document. The phase has a table in it. The table has is can be in board view, which is a Kanban done. Right. Then we'll have right. an alpha phase. But then it's like they're not connected that well. Then, you know, then like, yeah. how, do you, how do you move one card to the other? Well, you can with the move command, but it's a little sloppy. It's not as neat. But if you have like, I think Notion encourages this. Not through the software, but like through the data model that like the super database is like generally the way to go with Notion. Yeah. So we have like this scope, but you can't unscope. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like a super database. We just have a mega database for things and then like other views that separate them. And then like in the project yeah. document that I created, there's like two linked databases <laughs> that are like cross-linked between each other. And it ends up actually being displayed quite well. Yeah. So there's views that accommodate different situations. Like if I'm looking for some stuff that I feel like, you know, like, oh, I did a bunch of work, but I didn't really talk about it in Notion. I switch to the like who's on what view so I can look at my stuff and then yeah. I find the card that I need to talk about and then I do it. But then if like, let's say me and you and Alex or something are going to talk, we probably flip it into table view. So just so that yeah. we can go bottom to top and do talk about every single card quick. Um, it's also that's better, better to get a big picture. But then, of course, there's the, like, what section are you in? What's the full over phase view? Or there's, like, show me tasks, not known unknowns, because I want to just see, like, to-dos, not, like, brainy stuff. I don't know. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Notion is <laughs> this is a beast. I'm glad we picked it, though, because we have more expertise in Notion rather than being like, okay, we're launching, in a, launching into a, a new thing. Let's find yeah. some new project management software to use. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm so glad we just used the thing that we're in all the time rather than choosing something new. Yeah, me too. All right, Claire, thanks for talking to me about this. It's pretty cool. Saved yeah, I'm lives. excited about everything. <laughs> okay, see you later, everybody. Zero, three, one, eight.